this is an emergency broadcast announcement. This is to clarify. <laughs> I thought you were going to turn it off then. Mm. Hi, we are the fine young millennials. Yes. I nearly just said young millennials. My name is Hannah. Oh, we are young millennials, but we're also fine. Oh, yes. And I'm a man. <laughs> I am a man. I am not a number. I have a name. You cannot define me. I, I'm, I'm Jack. <laughs> that that is Jack. I want to do the like proper eighties like um, first Bueller's Day off like oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should make that our opening from now on. Mm, I would crap. probably get copyrighted. Well, we'll try and come up with a janky non-copyright yes. version of it. Yeah, not trying to make people think that they're listening to an emergency service announcement. I'd broadcast. say that'd be a terrible emergency service announcement, though. <laughs> the bombs are falling. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought of it because I, I recently watched uh, American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh, right. So it's kind of been on the brain. Actually, and then from last week when you said you'd watched the first episode of Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. I went on to watch the full season of Umbrella Academy. I've got two episodes left. Oh, really? I think it gets better as it goes along. I think it has done as well. I, I was, wasn't sure of it at the start. Me me neither. I, I watched the first one. I was like, I think I could leave this. Yeah. But then I tried again, and I was like, actually, no, no, we're, we're getting somewhere. I think the turning point for me was when, oh, God, I can't remember any of the numbers. Number six, is he the one that can see the dead? Uh, no, four. Number, number four. four. Uh, Klaus. Yes, Klaus. Because six is, uh, spoiler, if you haven't watched Umbrella Academy, <clears throat> coming up now, uh, six is dead. That's Ben. Yes, six is Ben. I don't know if that's a spoiler, that's in like the first... Uh, minutes, it gets it? revealed, but it's the fact that Klaus can see him. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Right, back to non-spoiler territory. But the, well, kind of. But the but the bit where he goes to where he where he goes away. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. Bit where Klaus goes away for a while. I think that was a turning point for me. It was, especially with his character, because I wasn't really, I didn't really get it. I. I think it. I get that he's a druggie and a junkie, but it all seemed a bit stereotypical it was a bit it was uh, two-dimensional it was but at the same time if you've well apart from the season of the witch if you ever saw robert sheehan the uh, sheehan 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 um irish guy um in anything else namely misfits he's pretty much the exact same character except with an american accent but obviously this has been written in to the comics so his personality traits are there anymore anyway and that's probably why they chose him because they're like oh he he plays that perfectly but yeah it definitely got nice and in depth just adds an extra nuance to his character yeah definitely because he was just kind of yeah flamboyant druggie that was like i'll sell all my dead father's things and it's like uh classy klaus and then i like how at the start you're sort of not sure you're like you're kind of on the father's side right from the start in a way like you're in your head, you're going, oh, well, he's picked them all up from the house and annoying, brought them up. And then it's like, they mm. reveal, the, the children reveal to you how much yeah. of an evil twat he was. Yeah. But then it sort of comes, I haven't obviously seen the end, but it kind of comes back around a little bit in the going, oh, well, obviously what he did was wrong. Mm. But you can sort of understand why he thought it was the right thing. Yeah. Not that it is the right thing, just why he thought it was. I think there's also the fact that he is slightly distanced. Even though he's gone on the search for these kids, they are not his children. He's not bound to them by 
any sort of DNA or anything. So he's definitely able to, you know, put that shield and wall between them. But it's also obviously very sad because um, it's obviously an interesting concept, like babies being born out of non-pregnancies. Dad, if if it's... Don't no spoilers for me now. I've only got two episodes left. Wait, no, it's the very beginning yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it reveals why that happened. No, it doesn't. No. Well, that's a spoiler in itself. <laughs> no, it just continues with the story that you've you've already been invested in. But no, that no. What I'm saying is, from the very very beginning idea, it's interesting these children coming, you know, out of nowhere essentially. Um, but then even though they weren't. Man, it's a bit weird because there's no bonding process with the parent because they weren't living inside someone for like nine months or whatever else. But when they come out, then they've obviously gone into a home where there's still not like enough love. If you that's or any one. at all, yeah. Well, I say enough because they obviously have affection for each other. Yeah. They they have each other to some extent, obviously, apart from one poor little number. <laughs> but, yes. Yes. Um, which. It's. I feel like it's been a while since I've actually seen Ellen Page in anything. I thought it was actually kind of interesting to see her back, if back is the right word you can use. If anyone's actually a, just, a mega fan, they've probably seen her in everything. I just can't make my mind up on Ellen Page as to whether she's <clears throat> as to whether she's uh, a dynamic actress or not. Because that same with that Sheen, and it's sort of like I've seen her do other roles, but really, when you think about it, are very similar. So, like a kind of Michael Sierra. Sarah, kind of. Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra, um, yeah, definitely. I think he's a little bit one-dimensional. But then you don't know. But, but you don't know if it's no, them not. being one-dimensional or they being typecast. Yeah, no, I would say. Right, I'm not sure for Ellen now, but have you ever seen the film Hard Candy? No. Right, give that a watch. It's when she was much younger. I think she was like 14 or something. It's it's quite a messed up film. But it's really interesting to watch. Basically, she's a young girl who's trying to trick a predator. Uh And she goes to his house, but it gets gruesome. Like, she properly tricks him. And she kind of goes from that, oh, yeah, da-da-da, little girl thing, into kind of strategic and slightly maniacal, but for a good reason, because obviously it's a predator's house. Yeah. Just give it a watch. That would be the one thing I could pick out and say, yeah, it's completely different to anything else I've ever seen her in. And likewise with Michael Serra, there is a film called Magic Magic, not Magic Mike. Um, and he's completely different in that. And yet he's quite evil in that. He's he's Ooh, a actually, nasty character. To be fair, Michael Serra in... Um, uh, this is the this end. This is the end. Yeah, I was going to say. That is an excellent... Uh, juxtaposition to what he's typecast as. Definitely, yeah, instead of being the innocent baby But then face. I think that makes it so much more funny because it's so against his usual Oh, definitely type. does. I still... <laughs> there are so many great moments for him in that movie and he's only in it for about five minutes. Right at the start as well. Yeah. Like, who took my phone, man? Did he slap Rihanna's ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he... He gets in a lot of trouble in those five minutes, and then there's sippy time, sippy time. <laughs> in the juice box. 
Excellent. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, they are characters. No, sorry. They're actors that play very similar characters often. But I, yeah, those are the two roles. Yeah. If you've got time, check them out. It will completely change your perception. And if you want a two for one on their stereotypes, just watch Juno. And then you, you know, you see oh, both yeah, of them exactly. in their acting primes. Yeah. Back in the, the era, like 2009 was like a, for me, a year, well, maybe 2009, 2010, two years of mainstream films trying to appear as if they're indie films. Yeah, I, know I think what you mean. it did get entered into an indie film festival, well, but it was see, obviously the issue a massive. Is, is that you get a, a company like MGM mm. own like four or five independent film companies? Yeah. So if any of their if any of their independent film companies make a good film, mm. MGM just pick it up and then it's exactly the lines between. What's an independent and what's, you know, like everyone says every British film's independent because mm. it's not owned by an American studio. Yeah. But they are because if it's Studio Canal, which is a French company, they're owned by Universal, who yeah. are owned by. Can- are Studio Can- Canal's owned by Universal? Yeah, yeah. I well, didn't pretty know. That. Sure, pretty sure it's Universal. They're owned by one of the big ones, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Universal. The, the amount of um, English films at the end, like, not that I watch many, but whenever I do watch one, it always seems to be lottery funded. At the end, it's yeah. like lo- lottery funded, national lottery funded. I'm the, just like. Well, that's the thing is, um, National Lottery does a hell of a lot of good compared oh, yeah. to like, other other lotteries, like, especially like, state lotteries in America, as far as I know. They... Well, that's what I mean, is in like you in America, you always see Paramount and yeah, yeah. like, you know, and then over here, it's like, oh, we got the lottery to fund ours. Oh, we, and we, had just... a, we had a rip, whip round at St. Nicholas's on Sunday and uh, <laughs> we got enough for the tea and cake. <laughs> the tea and the cake. We could only get Earl Grey, though. I remember once I was on the set of Emmerdale and we went to go, we broke for lunch. And we... Wait, is it? Sorry, is this the year seven set that we all did, or did you go back? No, no, I I did it a few times. Okay. So I was actually down at the village. Oh right, and yeah. you'd go to the, like the little food truck. Mm. I, I don't know why she reminded me, but one of the had the you know whatever it was for the starter and the main. Yeah. And then dessert was just a cakey, spongy thing. That was what it said on the board. A cakey, spongy thing. thing. So we all went up and had the cakey, spongy thing, please. <laughs> yes, if you like it with custard. <laughs> When I was doing the catering for um, a Netflix show, I, th- I think surely I'm allowed to say it, catered for safe, yeah. um, and uh, I wrote the menu board, the chalkboard, and I tried to make it kind of, you know, slightly humorous or whatever. I worked on a Sunday, so one of them was, and on the seventh day, God said, film more episodes and like stupid yeah. stuff. One of them, we served a mandarin cheesecake, so at the bottom I said, please note, consumption of the dessert will not help you learn Chinese. Nice. And so I just wrote really stupid stuff. So I think that might have been what happened because they're not told to not write stupid stuff on the menu board. So if I had free reign with it, someone else probably did. The director's there going, check out this girl. She's trying to angle for a few lines, I can tell. (laughs) Trying to do a stand-up on the the chalkboard. (laughs) I just, you know, because it's it's a weird thing. I'm sure that being on cast and crew is a lot... Well, cast, obviously, definitely, but being on crew is a bit more interesting than being the caterer. But it just was an interesting situation because whilst we were serving, it seemed like everyone was actually on the same level. Like, they were coming to get the food and everything, but obviously, this is going to sound really, you know, dumb, but when they were shooting, everyone had to shut up. And so it didn't matter who you were, if you were just 
location guard, if yeah. you were a caterer, if you were mic man, you just had to stand there and just not do anything. <coughs> and it was just one of those weird moments where I was like, ah, oh, so it interlaces sometimes yeah, the experience. Definitely. Because I was talking to one of the guys, um, he was a nice Irish guy. I can't, ah, I can't remember his name. That seems really uh, bad now. Kian. No, it was uh, um, Ewan. Eamon. No. no. <laughs> um, I think it Dermot. was Dermot. Dermot. Dermot McCreilly. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I think it was just a normal thing. Jack. John. Jacob. Yeah, I think it was like a, a Jack or something like okay. that. If he happens to be listening and knows who I am and remembers, I'm really sorry I don't remember your name, but you were a nice guy. Um, and I was talking to him once. I was like, oh, how'd you get into this? He was like, oh, my friend at uni does media. They'd all done media yeah. and film and everything. He was like, oh, he got me this gig. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And it just you could see the look on his face like, yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of standing around. Oh, yeah. There's a, in all weathers as well. The famous um, saying in film and television is, uh, you could sum it up in one sentence, which is, hurry up and wait. Mm. So you have to hurry up and you have to be there on time, but because it has to work like clockwork, as soon as one team fucks up, it, you have to wait. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I remember once I went to go do Emmerdale and there was one scene I was there to film, just the one, the actual scene when we got round to it took maybe half an hour, 40 minutes to film. Mm. But I was there for nine hours Yeah. before we filmed. Yeah. Just waiting in one of the houses in the village drinking ungodly amounts of tea. <laughs> really just not understandable by this point, yeah, the and, amount. And listening to this bloke who'd, oh, I trained at the old Vic and, oh, we, I should be getting paid more than you because I'm a member of Lambda. And it's like... <sighs> off mate <laughs> <laughs> true true northern sense there yeah. oh yes i am superior we don't care that was, that was, that was, on your bike one of the ad's called us all extras because that's what we are yeah we're extras and he went <clears throat> i think you'll find we're called supporting artists <laughs> it sounds like he needs a punch in the teeth yeah yeah I just, uh, oh, just those, I can't, those kinds of characters. But yeah, I remember when we... Did you do the Emmerdale thing in Year 7 as well? No. We, you were, the, wow, that must have been the one thing you didn't do. I did that one. I was technically in Emmerdale for like half a second. Nice. Because it, it was... Because um, they use our school whenever yes. they need to show a school. So they use our old high school. And so obviously, what better way to get extras and not have to pay them apart from in food and juice? Get a load of 11-year-olds who actually attend that school. So I was pretty sure that's why I didn't do it, because I wasn't getting paid. (laughs) Even at 11, you're like, there's no dollar in this for me. I was like, well, I'll just wait three months and then go to the village and get paid all day. (laughs) Which is a fair perspective, whereas for me, I was just like, oh, "Oh, experience, you know. And really all it was is the same thing, seven, eight hours, sat around talking to the friends I've seen all year already, except in the summer holidays. Having to wear your school uniform in the holidays. Exactly, yeah, just getting free food. As far as I can remember, it was nice and sunny, though, at least. But yeah, basically, it was a spelling test. Uh, No, sorry, spelling B, spelling competition with them. Because that's what we do at British High School. Oh, it's so random. I, I think I said that at the time. I was like, we don't do that. You get spelling tests. We don't do spelling bees. But anyway, what did... Uh, I think she had to spell the word ecstatic or euphoric or something. Oh. I even remember. Right? Anyway. Because she had to probably say it like 40 times. While you yeah. Were so they lined us all up. 
and sat us all down and it was just like you'd sit in assembly it was just the exact same except i was leant forwards and the camera starts panning and just as it got to me i decided to lean back in my chair Uh... except i didn't know until it aired so like i'm sat in the living room with my family and my mum goes there you are and then i just disappear because i went backwards and disappeared behind someone else's head and we're like no (laughs) so if I can get the chance to be an extra again, I'll like jump in front. When I was the caterer, to be honest, I was like, should I just whip off the apron and just join in? Like, will anyone actually... Just walk across naturally, casually. Yeah, there was a scene where I think a house has been on fire and, you know, the lead actress is coming out all exasperated, like, oh, no, what's happening? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I could literally just stand behind those people who were observing. And and yeah, yeah, I I could do it. I'm not even going to ask to be paid. I'm already getting paid to serve you fool's food. I'll just stand there. Fools. Fools. <clears throat> you fools eating my food. <laughs> it was actually really good food. Do you oh, know yeah, what? It is. I've never been on set and gone, oh, it's food. Shine. I know, because, right, the company we were working for also did Game of Thrones twice, yeah. which apparently, I did not know, is a rarity. Apparently, they will only usually use a catering company once for some, some reason. Not sure. It's HBO, I, you know. I think but... it, well... I have no idea. First time I've ever heard of it, but I can only imagine it's a case of we want something new this year. Well, yeah, I would think so, but they got the contract twice, just not when I worked for them, obviously. Otherwise, I would have loved to serve Kit Harrington a bacon sandwich, but hello. Was, oh, I had a great story that I cannot tell on here about Kit Harrington. Oh, I'll, no. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay, fair enough. Such tease. Um, But yeah, no, it was really great food. There were professional chefs, and the greatest thing is that my travel got paid for. They, they lent me a van. I mean, nice. it was this rickety 2002 Toyota. Um, Toyota. Which on the M62 on the high winds was nearly getting pushed into a non-coming oh, HGV. That sounds fun. Well, not oncoming at all. Otherwise, I'd have been on the wrong side of the road. Mm-hmm. The HGV is either side of me. And um, But yeah, paid travel. Ate the food that everybody else ate. And then, yeah, got paid. It was pretty good. It was just obviously taxing because you got to get up at like three o'clock in the morning. So I was working in Warrington. So three o'clock in the morning, getting there for a five o'clock, six o'clock start. And then, I mean, you were setting off back home by two, but then you get stuck in traffic there. So So it was taxing. It was always the weird thing for me was because there's a hierarchy of how you eat. I don't know if it was the same when you did the catering. Right. Oh, you might not, just might not have known. Mm. But basically the... It's usually the second assistant director who's in charge of like logistics mm. and like moving people, making sure they're in the right place. Yeah. And the first assistant director is the one who actually comes and tells you what to do on camera. Mm-hmm. So the second AD gets everyone together and they go like, right, okay, guys, we're breaking for lunch. Everyone needs to be back by three o'clock. Mm. Uh, it, yeah. Ollie, um, first stars, yeah, no, oh, you know, first actors, you go first, then crew, then extras. Mm. And so the the hierarchy of that, and by the time the extras get there, it's like, yeah, all the uh, custard's got a nice, nice thick skin on it and <laughs> stuff it, like that. I can imagine that being the case, but I think uh, that the, the main the, stars, I think that every time we shot, they were running behind for whatever uh, reason. So the stars were kind of interspersed. They'd just, you'd see one come up and then another one would come up and they'd yeah. disappear for a bit. And then one might come back to get some more camembert. <laughs> Oh, can I have a bit more camembert, please? Yeah, seriously, like the cracker and cheese plate 
gone. Absolutely gone. I loved the uh, like the cranberry cheese. So if I could Ooh. nick that, I was always trying to like sneak mm. some of that and the walnuts as well. But seriously, people loved like the stilton, the blue cheese and the camembert. It was all gone. I was like, do you know what? Take it. It's disgusting. So if I don't have to take it back to the kitchen, we're all happy, to be honest. You're fed. I don't have to carry this. It's all good. Is it? Very interesting. Like, so there's a big difference between a more American film shoot and British, well, production in general, because they actually have laws in America for how long you can work on a film set. Okay. So you have to have something like you have to have 10, 11 hours between shifts on set. Right. You know, um, but because everyone's tied to that, the later you stay through the day, obviously the later you start the next day. Yeah. So they, so you might start at nine a.m. on the Monday, but then by the Friday you're turning up at three p.m. Mm-hmm. And eventually it gets to the point where they'll go like, right, everybody have the Sunday off, and we'll just start at nine a.m. on the Monday again to get back on yeah. a normal track. Whereas there's no such laws really for British film shoots, mm. so you can be there for like twenty four hours. All right. However, once it gets past midnight, pretty much all cast and crew get their pay becomes tripled. Oh, right. Because it's past midnight. So it's not only unsociable hours, you know, working, you know, past midnight. So apparently, I've not yet to experience this myself, but apparently when it gets to midnight, just nearly everyone goes for a shit. So it's <laughs> like you're getting paid like 40 quid to have a, to have a turf out. <laughs> Wait, and you what? all stay longer. I've never heard have that never expression. Heard what, a turf out? No. <laughs> Going for an earther. Lots no. of them. I, the, the one I heard. Emitting the brown rain. Oh, no. <laughs> Never have I heard that. The, the one I heard years ago, I think I'd heard it at some point, And I don't know why. I didn't think anything of it. I think I'd seen it in a TV show and it was kind of contextually relevant. So I was like thinking it meant something else. And then... Um, it was the morning after going out at a friend's house and someone yeah. said it and I was like, wait, what the hell? And it was dro- <laughs> dropping the kids, uh, off, dropping at the the kids off at the pool. Right. And it was only because there was no context for that that yeah. I was like, oh, right, got you. Oh, it was... He means toilet time. Mm. Oh, I understand now. Yeah. But um, no, when I started the um, the catering, it was like that. It started at yeah. six and I finished at like 12 yeah but i didn't get that nice triple pay yeah. everyone else on the set will have but i didn't oh that's it yeah if you were an extra or a cleaner or something yeah you're not getting it yeah but exactly. if you if you work for an industry that has a union mm. and you know yeah and then power. yeah it shifted forward as we went along so then the next day we started at four and then it was two and that's and it. Then... i think there is i think when i say that there are no laws in britain there is as is in there aren't actually specific laws but i yeah. think film companies just because they work with american people a lot mm. they'll just instill those same rules and laws in. yeah exactly i mean on that safe it was michael c hall from dexter that was on that so i can imagine that if it got to a certain time period yeah, it's like this did... is illegal in my country now that world will not bring might yeah you know you've seen 2001 a space odyssey haven't but you know how the computer yes it's very famously been parodied in everything of course oh what are you doing <laughs> oh, t- are you okay? No, because I remember uh, that's that's a different thing. I was I remember when I was I was at uni. I was drunk and I was trying to remember what he says, which is um, Dave. What are you doing? Uh, something like that. But <laughs> I was talking to my friend about. It. I was like, you know, Hal, when he goes, "What are you doing, John?" 
which is one, not his voice, two, not <laughs> no. the name of the character he's speaking to, and three, not the line or cadence of it all. But um, on set, they didn't have the actor who was going to be providing the voice for Hal in the end. So okay. they had a, a, some crew member doing it. Okay. And 2001 was filmed in Elstree in London. Okay. So it was some Cockney going... What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> I cannot open the Bombay doors. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dave. I cannot let you do that. <laughs> oh, Dave, that's not possible. <laughs> Dave, that is not possible. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> do you know, I kind of want to hear a version of that. The dub, yeah, yeah. I want to see the dub. Like, oh, it's like, I love it when they do anything like that. Like, did you see it back in high school when um, that video got released and it was a Star Wars parody, except it was all Yorkshire? <laughs> oh, no way. I don't think I've seen that now. So, I think it's Darth Vader and Luke. Yeah. It's definitely Luke. But... Hey, yo, I am this father. No, yeah, no, yeah, like that. Uh, like, right. Luke Skywalker, except then, like. <laughs> when they're about to have the fight instead Luke just takes off his robe and he's shirtless and he's not got much to him to be honest yeah. and he just starts going what Rose what Rose and I think Death Darth Vader just stood there like the hell <laughs> what's going on <laughs> I remember watching it and at the time it tickled me greatly oh, tickled me greatly just because obviously we we do take Yorkshire pride and I can't say I've ever actually got in a fight and shouted White Rose. I don't think I would. No, but I I always think that Yorkshire has just as much pride as Wales. Explain. As in, like, the pride that a Welshman feels for his country of Wales mm. is as much pride as I feel for my county of Yorkshire. Mm. Um, and I think the reason people don't perceive that as often is because Yorkshire isn't a country. Whereas if Yorkshire had some sort well, of stake of independence... Although we do refer to it as God's own country. God's own country. Yeah. But it's like Scotland, they're obviously really proud to be Scottish. Yeah. More so than the Welsh, I think. Yeah. Obviously, there's still national pride everywhere. but Of course. But yeah. I, and I think but I think in terms of the counties especially, Yorkshire has more pride in it than, say, someone from Lancashire. Or yeah. Devon. De- Devon. Or Where are you from, Devon? Cornwall, maybe not, because they actually have they have a language and independence of yeah. a cert- to a certain degree. And that's why I think the difference is that Yorkshire doesn't have a language. Mm. And the dialect isn't... While it is separate, it's not separate enough. No, it's not. You can <clears> still <throat> figure it out. Like, obviously, yeah. you can still figure yeah. out what but you're then on then about. We have the off words like off Wait, what? You ever heard the word off off Cumberland's like uh, it's an old Yorkshire word for someone from the city. So the moved out to country not from here. They're off Cumberland. Oh, all oh right. Yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. And then it'd be like uh, uh, jump over the yacht, which would be jump over the gate. <laughs> jump over the yacht. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see where that's coming from. Don't want a down and tell them off Cumberland's to get home. Yeah. It was funny, I was on the bus with um, my best friend who was, oh, she, she's American, yeah, and um, some guy was on the phone and he he sounded, you know, quite, his yeah. accent was quite thick, but it's nothing you couldn't understand, but or like, at least... A, a modern thick. Like, you weren't all like that, and proper joking like you'd back in the day. It was... Not quite like that, no. Like a millennial Yorkshire. Kind of, yeah. He he wasn't he wasn't an old guy, but he was yeah. an older he was older than us. And basically, he was just saying, "Ask your mum if she wants out from Morrison's, yeah. right?" 
or probably said Marzi Bobs or something like yeah. that. And this conversation went on like this for about five minutes. Moth to Morrison to get your mum to tell me if she wants so that and then yeah. my friend just looked at me and was like, I don't understand a word he's saying. Like she was genuinely perplexed. I was like, he's on the phone asking his wife if he wants anything from the shop. Yeah. He was like, but what's oft? I was like, off to the... Yeah. <laughs> like... it's, it's just a compound word. Well, it's like German. Yorkshire's a bit like German. Yeah, yeah exactly. Word. But, you know, usually, sometimes you'll come across a Yorkshire dialect and you're like, oh, Yorkshire. But, like, her face said it all. Like, I wish you could see. She was just like... It, it was like she was listening to a completely different language. Yeah, like, I it, just have no idea what is being said at this point. Yeah, it was really funny. I did it to my other housemate when I was over there as well. She was like, oh, I want you to come have a look at something. And I went, let's have a deek. Yeah. <laughs> I did it on purpose. And she was like, what? And I went, let's have a gander. And she's like, what? And she actually get started to get kind of, like, frustrated. Yeah, let me get my pins out and have a, yeah, have she, a diddle at that. She was like, I don't understand what you're saying. This is the other housemate. Yeah. So now my best friend. She was actually starting to get a little bit like irate. Like, I don't understand you. And I just kept pulling out these phrases. She's like, speak English. I was like, I am. I am. I am <laughs> You just don't England. know. <laughs> I showed her that video that um, went viral, at least around where we are, about, you know, all the phrases. Like, it's like Blackpool illuminations in yeah. here and everything like that. I showed her that. And yeah, she found it funny. But at the same time, she was just like, what? I was like, gotta live there, gotta live there to know. I gotta go out and addle some brass. <laughs> As we do. As we do. We do not. Anyway, right, oh, so we've had we some don't. Yorkshire pride. Yeah. What, what? There was something else I was actually going to contribute to that, but I've completely forgotten. So, <laughs> onwards and upwards. Did you know, in terms of Yorkshire independence, there's only two holdouts in terms of local councils that are going against it for the moment really yes wakefield and sheffield oh right <laughs> sheffield is because they have they have already started work on south yorkshire independence okay so they're waiting to see what happens with that first before they back a full okay and i think wakefield are waiting to hear from that as well right i don't know why i was gonna say south yorkshire, but... no like you can I, get on a train and go through both but... i assume wakefield are thinking well, it's not going to happen unless we're all on board. Mm. So we're not going to stick our hat in the ring until we're the last one to declare sort of thing. So if they go independent as a south, then what are we going to do? Are we going to go west or... Well, I don't know. Because I feel like we do kind of have good time ties with the north as well. With North Yorkshire, yeah. Because we... I mean, obviously it borders just like we border the south. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. the amount... I hear more of like Leeds, Harrogate rather than I hear Leeds, Sheffield. Yeah, definitely. So, like, would we just? I don't know. Tie but it, I think the East did join us on that. Well, as well, there is no East anymore. Well, it's East Riding of. This doesn't exist. Wait, what? East Riding that hasn't existed since like the sixties. I don't think. They still, it's still written everywhere. Like, if you look for, because obviously I went to the is University it? of Hull. Well, it I might still be, says I might East be confused Riding. then. I it's, thought, I thought that. Um, it was North Yorkshire and then Humberside were what made up. Used they say to be York, yeah, they still say Yorkshire and the Humberside, but when you get there on postcodes and everything, it will still say the East Riding of Yorkshire. All oh, right, I must be wrong then, unless they're just doing it historically. But I thought yeah. like the county of North Yorkshire included like Whitby and Scarborough and that lot. And yeah, they, had... they definitely call it the Humberside. And then you have Hull, which is the Humberside. Because Hull um, and Lincoln had uh, sports face off. 
called yeah, varsity. The, well, yeah, there you go, varsity, and we called it the Humber Games. Oh, oh yeah, so nice. My so. housemate Hugh went to Union Hull. I did uh, run into him his, once, but one of only his once. first jobs. They went, oh, who's a bad name to have in Hull, isn't it? Who? Because <laughs> they don't pronounce the H's in Hull. They don't. Yeah, for, like, for four years I had to suffer that. I'm going Ooh, back. Anna. Oh, oh, oh bad, Anna. Anna's oh, a Anna. bad name to have in all, isn't it, Anna? Yeah, isn't it? And then, yeah, every time I'd go home, I'm like, right, I'm going back to Hull. And they'd be like, do you mean all? And I'm Ooh. like, I don't, no, 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 I don't, but okay. Uh, I'm not from there. Oh, no, no, definitely not. What I couldn't ever get, right, and <laughs> if anyone from Hull is listening, I'm very sorry, but the way that they say wine and time. How do they say it? Wine. Wine, time. time. I had a great time on the I, wine. I had a great time. Drank all my wine. And you're just like, how? 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 <laughs> like, Why? <laughs> Por qué? I think that will come from the sort of northeast influence. Because mm. I know it's like, oh, my, all my family are from Whitby and Scarborough. And uh, they'll speak Yorkshire, but occasionally they'll... Uh, Ooh, that the burns on they'll go into a weird little Geordie-esque yeah. vibe and I wonder if that's sort of bled down south yeah. a little bit. Maybe it just travels down the coast. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe we've not realised it. Well, and no, every time you York, go to the coast. York occasionally they'll... Ooh, what was that? <laughs> no, I was like, that's not that. York, no, York, that's like a way to say York. York. As in like a proper traditional Yorkshire yeah, way. Like, ooh, them, off, them off condoms from York. York. <laughs> Because like Yorovic, it's like yeah, I know it's Yorovic kind of thing. But yeah, I think they occasionally get like a little northeastern Northumbrian mm. vibe to their voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. There was a, something else that just cropped into my head that has a little bit of a weird accent that's popped out. This is no. the day of just things popping back out of my head. But yeah, I think maybe it just yeah travels down. But doing the crust. Yeah, but I feel like I think Leeds got like voted the most neutral accent or something if you're not taking into consideration really thick yorkshire well see i think you say that so i think we did i i hear i recall hearing it somewhere that sounds like it that sounds like people have come to live in leeds and they speak to people who the majority of people who live in leeds aren't from leeds from mm. my experience especially in the center but if you went out to like Hunslet or Beeston. Oh, d- don't. Are you hear that accent? Just don't. And I'm from Leeds. Oh, that love Leeds United, mate. Oh, right, I love going out into town. I love going to that church space. Love space, mate. Oh, it's great. So on the bus um, to that art exhibition yeah. where my face was on the wall, yes. A. And, uh, yeah, there was... I just got wireless earphones that need charging and oh. I don't know what had happened. I think... Because they're in a little carry case and every now and then in my bag... They, they must get pressed on, turned oh, on. Oh, right. Um, so the battery had gone. So I had to have this 20-minute bus journey, and halfway through, this guy gets on, and he's like, yeah, tell her I'm going to Leeds. And I just had to listen to his entire conversation, where he's like, yeah, I want some cigs. And then he's like, no, tell her, just tell her, I want to see her for like five minutes. And I'm already on the bus into Leeds. I'm like, shut yes, up. Please. We know you're on the bus, because I'm on the same bloody bus as you. Please, I don't silence. really say bloody either, but I just did it for the occasion. Oh, wow. Well, listeners. Yes. Feel honoured. You heard Hannah say bloody. <laughs> bloody. Bloody hell. Blo- bloody hell. There you go. Dropping the H again. Would you say that's a swear word, bloody? No. Bugger? That's a swear word? I can 
textual that, isn't it? But bugger, I would say not. But when you get <laughs> bugger, when you get buggered, that yeah. kind of yes. But if you but... drop something, went, oh bugger me. The word, yeah? <laughs> but then it's just Is like that... you know, it's a. I don't see it as such. No, no. What I, what do I like to say? Um, oh come on. My brain is just not turned on. I remember once as a child, <clears throat> I'd uh, I figured out that twit was mm. not actually a swear word. Of course, it's simply a childhood way of saying someone's an idiot. Mm. Uh, but in my uh, childlike fervor, I got it confused with twat, of and course. so I went around the playground calling everyone a twat, <laughs> and I was really surprised when I got told off. <laughs> Do you know, apparently a twat is a pe- pregnant goldfish. Apparently yes. that is the term for a pregnant that. goldfish. So I don't know where that came from. And I also don't know why we apply it sexually then. I believe it's another word for um, for a female's... Exactly, yeah. that's what I mean. I don't understand how the transition from pregnant goldfish then applies to the female anatomy. Yeah. But it does. But, yeah. It's interesting how many different words there are just for one, both sexes, for just that bit. Yeah. Are there that many words for the rear? No. But hundreds for both of the. the Unless you live in America, but then you know, whenever, Fanny. Oh, whenever, whenever I see something and it's like you know it's in a show and he's like, oh, he slept my funny. I was like, whoa, Donald Trump here. Yeah, I was. I mean, you know, you remember that film Robots? Uh, yeah. And the character in that was Aunt Fanny. Yes. I was obviously not surprised at the time, but looking back, I'm surprised I didn't change her name for the British release. Yeah, like, I mean, it makes sense because she's got a massive behind yeah, for a, a but, robot. I don't but... know, change her name to Aunt Butt or something. Aunt Butt. <laughs> Aunt Ass. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. They're just, they're just not fussed, to be honest. Sometimes they don't realise, though, really, the, but, but my the actual is... differences we have. I think it is for a kids' film, though. Like, surely the whoever comes up with the classification for British films, mm. the British Film Classification Board, I imagine, uh, I would imagine they would go, "Oh, we maybe don't want the children running around the playground asking yeah. to touch each other's fannies. And... Well, it's like, because things get changed, like the smallest of things get changed. Yeah. Like, I watched this video about Disney films, and there's a scene in, I think it might be Inside Out, and there's a kid eating in a high chair. Uh-huh. And in loads of different countries, what she's eating is completely different. Oh. So in China, she's eating like spring beans and stuff like that. Yeah. In India, it's something else. And here, it was like, I don't know, Yorkshire pudding and a roast dinner or something. And in America, it's like a burger. They changed it in so many different countries. And it's just a small, the smallest of things. Like, and I feel like they could have given her anything. They could have given her any vegetable, yeah. and people would have understood. But just, even some, just some non-generic, some generic baby paste or something. Yeah, exactly. But they changed it, so it does make you wonder when they'd go the lengths for this sort of stuff. But then you come across something like we. I just understand why they change it for China and India, mm. because it's such a big market over there. Yeah, and yeah. in India, especially a beef burger might not have gone down. Oh yeah, true. Best. Sacred. Uh, but over here, don't. No. It just kind of seems it's either pandering or they've done some in-depth market research and it proves that it will sell more McDonald's Happy Meals mm. if she eats something that the kids would also eat yeah. in that country. Yeah. I was watching a video, it was a Shane Dawson video actually, and there was um, a show, I don't know what was on, or it was an advert within an advert, 
and someone noticed this bright red flash just for a second in the show on the, or the program or whatever. Yeah. And they wondered what it was, and the guy would manage to pause it at the exact right time, and it was just a massive McDonald's logo <laughs> that had been <laughs> snuck into there, but it was literally subliminal. It was like, boom, yeah. it was just gone. And I was like, oh, you sneaky, 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 sneaky. I'm still trying to think of that Yorkshire word that I like to call people. I can't think of it. So what, you like to call them it? It's like, you know. Burke. It... No, but my mum calls Div. me that a lot. <laughs> Do you know what Burke means? <laughs> no. I mean, Burke means the C word. Really? Yeah, because it's Cockney Rhymenstein, Berkshire Hunt. <laughs> well, I get called a Burke a lot. Yeah. So, huh. Well done, Mum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the same line of kind of like Pratt. Yeah, yeah. Burke's like a is it us, is that word, yeah. but it's not really. But no, the word I'm trying to think of. That's what I'm also saying. It's on the same line. as kind of like Pratt. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, you gotta. You gotta. Twit. Help. Dingus. No. Um, dingus came to mind, but I think that's more. Doylem. No, not Doylem. Uh, Plonker. No. Pratt. We already covered we already Pratt. Twit. Which wasn't because I said that earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, div. No, I said that already. You've said that, yeah. <sighs> I it's can't. That's it's the on old, the tip uh, of my tongue. Tip, 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 the tip the, of my tongue. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. That's the. That's all the ones I can think of from that bracket because I'm about to get into levels of actual swearing. <sighs> yeah, I know. I, uh, I'm going to continue to try and like at the back of my mind think can about think it. of what the word is we're looking for do get in touch with us <laughs> it's uh find your millennials at gmail.com make sure you put a double n in there yes we'll just <laughs> put in the subject uh put in the subject swear word yorkshire swear word and we'll come back to what it is maybe yes. week. yes 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 oh <laughs> the way you were looking then I thought like, I thought it was like oh I'm going to have to carry this for the next 20 minutes she's going to be lost in thought trying to find that word it's going to bug me I'm not going to deny that but no I'm still going to be present you're going to halfway to... through the next one just going to go Div what? <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it it's going to sound like I've just inherited Tourette's don't are you... oh come on it's in I my head I can't Google there's no way you can Google stuff like that no I, I do find it interesting that there are still things in the modern day you can't Google because mm. it's it's not a case of you won't find the answer because you will it's more of a case of I don't know what to put into Google How to, phrase to get it. that answer yeah, yeah exactly it's nuts do you remember back in the day when we were when you were told to put the question in mm-hmm. uh, when you were, it was we were of a very weird generation where the rules for the internet have changed so much from when we first yeah. were introduced. When we were first introduced, never meant to put your first name on it. No. Or your name at all. No. Meant to be con- constantly pseudonyms. Never tell anyone where you live. Yeah. Never meet anyone online. Yeah. Uh, never meet anyone in real life that you met online. Yeah. And, uh, and stuff like that. And now it's... No, no, put literally every single piece of information about yourself. Yeah. We used to... What online. was it? ASL. Age, sex, location. Yes. And you'd be like, um... Like, you, you might put your age, but you'd never probably put anything else. I don't know. I wasn't in these weird chat rooms that you No, I wasn't on, like, um, God, I just, just remember seeing it. No, I wasn't a Habbo Hotel user, but it was Are like... You a... Penguin, then? No, no. <laughs> I was a Pixo and Bebo. Uh. Yeah, so, like, I would... <laughs> at the time, I think we've kind of covered a little bit of my emo this last time, but... Uh, getting like a load of Green Day fan groups. Nice. And so sometimes you'd get obviously these because it was the era of American Idiot when I was, you know, from ten to twelve yeah. or whatever. Well we just we were born a bit too late for um 
What was the one before? Was it? Um, uh, I think. D- d- no. Uh, uh, something Nimrod? about a nuke or a duke. No, that's Dookie. Dookie. That, that was ninety four. That's what I'm saying. We were just. Oh right. Born just after that. Yeah. So the first Green Day album that we actually were consciously. Yeah, which obviously had Basket Case and everything and When I Come Around. And then after that, I can't remember if it was Nimrod and then Warning or Warning and then Nimrod. But basically, they're also good albums, but I think, yeah, they went a little bit more under the radar after Mm. Duke and then American Idiot was like, boom! Like... (laughs) massive hit so yeah you'd go you go on bebo and you just be like i love billy joe armstrong and yeah he's so he's so nice <laughs> i like it i turned into um oh what's his name he's the godfather <laughs> oh, what's Marlon his name Brando. I, I love green day <laughs> you, green you day come to me green day my favorite band i got them to play at my daughter's wedding <laughs> i'm sorry i've just been to the dentist and I'm still with the injection in my mouth Making me numb. <laughs> Making me numb. I could have been a contender, Charlie. <laughs> I could have been someone. Been someone? Since when did Marlon Brando have a lisp? Uh, uh, I could have been someone. Uh, since his cheeks, they started to swell. And I could have been a newscaster. But instead, I had a lisp. So I had to learn sign language. So that people could understand what we both all said. My cheeks expanded in my mouth with a car hair. Git! Oh, what I would have given to have filmed that. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just going to make a joke like, oh, this has turned into the Jack Impression show. But I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to let him keep going and fade out and figure out this word. And then it came to me. Oh, from a skit to a git. <laughs> skit, git. That's it, yes. Okay, one minute, let me write that down. Git in capitals. Git. That in. is the word I like to use, which is also for people possibly outside of the region, not really a swear word. It no, is I mean, but I a playful little insult. Is that just Yorkshire? Um, I thought it would have just been a British... Well, I mean, just in case we get so lucky as to have some American viewers, yes. they're probably not going to know Git. So it's a it's a playful little insult yes. that we... Because we are of a culture where we really like to insult our friends. Yes. The the policy really is if your friends don't call you like a dickhead or something, you're probably not on the strongest of terms. Yeah. So if you can say that... We're not as bad as Australians. It, no, definitely We're not. We're not turning up and going, ah, what's well, up, you can't. Yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> Which will probably beat that, but we're, we're yeah we're we're a level below that. Yes, but yes, just so there you go. Hopefully It'd that be was like, like if, you, if you're down, they might go. Oh, come on, you bell and cheer up. Yeah, there you go, there you go. And that proves that they really like you. Yes, they they they're quite fond of you. So there we go. Finally got it. Weight off my shoulders. It feels fantastic. This is a life changing yes. moment, Jack. Well, we've got a few minutes left, so should we start to? reevaluate what we've spoken about and yes. add on anything that we wish yes definitely. umbrella academy we spoke about it. i don't want to do any more on that because uh, <coughs> i don't want to spoil it for myself nope. uh elan page oh yes and i've written mike sierra mike sierra mike sierra which is how you would say ms insurance consultant mike sierra it's just how you'd say MS in the phonetic alphabet. Oh, right. Yeah, true also. Mike Sierra. Mike Sierra. But it just happens to be very close to his actual name. Yes. But yeah, th- those two. My, my um, friend Matt went to go see Mike. I'll see it. Michael Sarah. 
live when he performed at the Broodnell. Oh yeah, he said it was amazing. Oh, he was at the Broodnell. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he well, I can't remember if he comes with a band. I think it's a solo act. I think he yeah. has a couple of people who play with him. But yeah, yeah so it was really good. All right, cool. There, there's so many of them that are like that. I think we've mentioned before that uh, Christopher Mintz Plus has a band. Yes. Yeah, he's in a band, or at least he used to be. I think he still is. I think it's um, for people like that, so they don't get accused of any sort of nepotism or anything. Mm. They need to do it on the DL. Yeah. Like uh, Dogstar. Mm. Like Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. has his band and he plays the bass. Yeah. So he's not the front man. So, you know, you can't. He, you know, you can't be like, oh, it's his band, because mm. it's like, well, can you really call it if he's yeah. not the front man? Basically avoiding the 30 Seconds to Mars thing that we spoke about yes. a few episodes ago. Yes, exactly. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think that's how you would get away, that's how you get away with it. Yeah. Or you kind of go from one to the other to the other, like Will Smith. Like, mm. you have a bit of a rap, then you do TV, then you do back to that. And yeah. You, you know, you flip between it, so it's like you both careers well, Look how Jazzy time. Jeff just followed him wherever, though. <laughs> like, he'd yeah. be in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and then he was on a track with him, and then he'd be in something else yeah. with him. <laughs> like... Sometimes that's what you need to do to get a stable career. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what? I was watching um, Jaden Smith's music. I know we don't have much time left, but have you had a listen to it? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. No, I feel like I actively try and distance myself from him as well, much. Well, you know, because he's all like spacey and everything as well. Like, yeah, not like not like Kevin Spacey. Is in like he's all um, his tweets are quite out there yes. a lot of the time, and his music's kind of the same. But I think it's really interesting to kind of. He's he's coming off of a famous background, so I think there is obviously a little bit of nepotism there. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, him and Willow, isn't it? Him and Willow, which also, when you think about it, obviously they named the daughter Will and the yeah. son Jada, yeah, which yeah. is also just, it's all uh, one circle. I kind of like that, though, in a way. No, it's, it's a nice touch, yeah. But, yeah, I was listening to it, and you know, because Will Smith has some bops. Like Men oh, yeah. in Black comes in, you dance. Free That's Willy it. style, yeah. Awesome. That um, whole album, summertime. Really. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Um, and then Showing you can do rap without having a cuss. Exactly, like the Family Guy skit did. Yeah. Ho ho, stay in school, don't do drugs. Ha ha. Um, but anyway, and then Jaden is. I mean, in his own right, he's different, but I feel like he's trying too hard. Yeah, that's Maybe. been the problem with Jaden all the time. Like whenever you see Willow, she's of the same upbringing, but she just seems cool and seems yeah. used to being there. Whereas Jaden always, always, tr- yeah, you say trying far yeah. too hard. Because you see, um, obviously, we all knew uh, whip my hair back and forth yeah. years ago, which was obviously like a, a poppy hit. Uh-huh. But I hadn't listened to anything else of hers since. And then I I went from Jaden. I was like, okay, apparently Willow has music. Let's listen to this. And it was completely different. Like, you, I read some comments. There was an artist she's obviously inspired by, which I can't remember the name of. So she's in, she's got inspirations. But if you heard that track alone and had no name associated with it, you wouldn't instinctively go, that's Will Smith's daughter. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, she's gone on a different route. Well, kind that of. film, though, both After Earth, Oh yeah, I didn't Terrible. watch that. I mean, we all went to see it at the cinema, and we were like, we were getting really excited for like a Will Smith action movie. Yeah. And we watched it. and It's not. It's a Jaden Smith action movie yeah. where Will Smith is injured. I saw a clip of it, and it was I think Jaden was doing some sort of monologue, or he was having a shouting match with yeah. Will in the film, and it was just. Well, I'm Smith... no actress, but it was yeah. delivered badly. <laughs> oh, definitely. And Will Smith is, you know, he's 
badass in it for a total about 30 seconds mm. and then it's Jaden been a wimp all yeah, the way through you see with will it's really difficult because like um i am legend is a great film oh, yeah. and obviously he had stuff like wild west and he came from do you, you know, know he passed up matrix to do wild wild west really yeah he's gonna be neo i don't know if that was a sound decision from him <laughs> Definitely not. No. Like, I I really used to like Wild Wild West as a kid, but now it's cheesy. Oh, yeah. Like, super. And I didn't actually fully watch Matrix until about two years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, I think he definitely passed an opportunity, to be honest. I think it's something that is is always interesting to me, that who who was it offered to first? Yeah. This, that, and the other. Like, uh, Die Hard, uh, I think it was Schwarzenegger got it, offered it first. Mm. Stallone got offered it. And then a couple other people, and then it finally came with Bruce Willis. Yeah, and, and then, it's like now you can't think of anyone better to yeah, do it. Yeah, and then they all end up in, in mainly because expendables. I don't think that Arnie or uh, Stallone would have fit in the vents. No, probably not. <laughs> hey, what's this? I can't fit. Yippee! Hi, hey, motherfucker! <laughs> Adrian, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about film catering and TV catering on Emmerdale and Netflix's safe. Safe. Triple pay, triple poops. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Cockney Hal. We spoke about him for a while. If you can ever find what are you doing, like that, Dave? That would be so good. Uh, I think it was better with your slightly lighter version. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Dave? A bit like a kind of a, a David Beckhamy type thing. All oh, right, yeah. From late night. All oh, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, I uh, don't think you should do that, Dave. I can't open the Bombay doors, Dave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Yorkshire, we were talking about, and off Cumdens and ah, yes. old Yorkshire words. Oh, oh, and oh. Uh, uh, flagrant disrespect for the letter H. <laughs> flagrant disrespect. Love uh, it. Swearing, is it? We were going through uh, words. Is like it or isn't it? Twit and git and twat. Yes, which we find. What will they cut out of the movies? Mm-hmm. Like Inside Out and cut that a bit. Also, um, you know, Lilo, the Lilo and Stitch movie. Yeah. Right at the end, they're in like a an alien spaceship crash. Mm. That was originally meant to be a seven four seven flying through a city. Oh. But it was scheduled for release in like October two thousand and one. Uh huh. So they completely redid that last thing yeah. since nine eleven. Yeah. Do a few things like that. I think uh, I've really. just written Brando Git. Bran- Brando Git. Yeah. Fond swearing like we do like the Australians. Of course. And then finally, the Smiths family, not the band. Uh, yes, <laughs> we we could talk about them at some point if it comes. Yeah, we might up. talk about the Smiths. At don't some don't point mind the Smiths. Um, just a little bit of an update. Uh-huh. I did say the Twitter handle last episode. Yes, you did. It has changed oh. because the Twitter was broken. I don't know what happened to it, but every time someone followed, it unfollowed them. So it's currently in a state of deactivation. And even though I completely changed the handle and the account name, every time I used Fine Young Mills, it said the account did not exist. So uh-huh. we're Fine Young Mill. Because that one pops up. Okay. So, I can't imagine we're going to get anybody looking for porn on that. <laughs> fine Young Mills. Um, hey, maybe we should change it to that and then we'll just get more followers true. that way. Maybe. Bait, catfish them in. You'd probably get a lot of people of... whose profile pictures are just busty though yeah yeah cleavage i didn't you know that there's apparently an app you can get which will just push a picture to any phones nearby really apparently and they're having to come up with these new laws for so-called cyber flashing cyber flashing is this kind of 
Is it in I... the same kind of um, class as deep fakes? No. Mm. So it's not like faking. Like you, it's just you can no, send no, whatever. No, as in, as in more like unsolicited images. Got you right. Being yeah. Being sent to people. It's because I was imagining a bust. So. Um... Uh, <laughs> no, it's more like people on trains being sent dick pics without their yeah consent. Oh no. But no. imagine that. Imagine just getting a dick pic on the train and then looking around going, "Who's this? It? Yeah. Who does this? Who does <laughs> Who this, this look this? like?" And then you actually see like the conductor at the back of the train, yeah. like, "Yeah," and I'm just like, "Oh, he's got, dear. got ginger hair down there." And then, oh, there's only one on this carriage. Oh, it must be him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's uh, scary. right. Well, we'll leave it on that. Anything else you yeah. want to talk about? Maybe lighten it up just before we leave. Leave it on cyber uh, flashing. Oh god, uh, let's think, let's think, let's think, let's think. What, what, what's good? What's something good that's happened to you this week? Uh, Leeds beat West Brom 4 0. Leeds boot. Leeds beat West Brom 4 0. There you go. That's very good. That is good. We're going up as champions. All Leeds, aren't we? And, and the like. All right then. But do get in touch All with right. us on findyoungmillennials at gmail.com or at findyoungmill on Twitter. Yes, and we'll see you. In a number of weeks, be that then, one or two, we're not sure anymore. They don't know that. You said this was supposed to be seamless, remember? We, supposed we, to be. Well, we'll see you in the next episode. A little peek behind the curtain. Oh, right. yes.